<laughs> I remember to hit record this time. <laughs> I was listening to our uh, last episode this morning just so I had a little bit of a refresher of what we were talking about last week. And uh, that's what led me into today's uh, topic, actually. That's good. I'm glad you, you're on top of this. Give us 10 seconds of silence and then we'll begin, sir. All right, you ready? Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Larry. Welcome back to LTL, everybody. Um, we're going to continue on a little bit of what we talked about last week as far as getting off track. I I let you guys know that I have been kind of starting to fall off of track with my, my self-improvement. And I mean, I've been kind of reflecting on what we talked about and I feel like where I have been falling off track with the habits, I noticed my mind improvement a lot. And like I've been discussing with you earlier, um, you know, I'm, I'm learning the two, you know, challenge my emotions a little bit more, recognize my thoughts a lot better and stuff like that. So where I'm falling out a habit with the the routines and stuff where, you know, my my savers and which which this past week was actually a good week for me. Um, I didn't I didn't journal uh, so much as to say, but like. You know, I told you I picked up a, a trainer for my bike, right, Larry? And I had been riding that in the morning. And whenever I'm, you know, on the trainer, I'm doing affirmations and I'm visualizing. And then I'm, I'm, you know, talking my gratitude to myself and, and that kind of thing. And then, you know, if I wake up and I really feel like I'm having a struggle day or I'm going to, that's when I'm like, all right, cool. Let's write some stuff down. And, and so... It's not like I'm done with this journey. It's I'm more or less modifying it to my lifestyle at this point in time, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, I need to, there's a, there, like, like we've discussed, this is a big shift that I'm turning, and, and I, I'm trying not to take it so hard on myself. Well, I like the fact that you mentioned you leverage your activity by exercising and doing other ta activities while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, listening to books or I'll, you know, try to read a chapter while I'm sweating, you know, and that 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 doesn't work out at all to tell you the truth. I tried doing that once and I'm like, okay, this is impossible for me to put an effort in on my bike and read this book at the same time. So I'll put on Audible and and stuff like that. Um so it's yeah, it's we're, we're we're still on the journey. It's just I'm I feel like at this point in time where you know some weeks I'll have like the what what it, what led into last uh episode and me talking about it it was I was kind of depressed. And I had I had felt that and at the same time the depression was stemming from me giving myself a lot of negative self-talk. And and stuff like that. So it's one of those things where you know, as before, um, I wouldn't able I wouldn't have been able to really recognize that, and now I am, and that's a big deal. Yeah, awareness is a big, big number one step where you have change. You got to be aware that there is an issue. Yeah, and then you have the desire to want to change that. Yeah, and then and then do what it takes. You know, like 
I have I I don't know if we mentioned it in the podcast, but I had recently started doing this uh this new thing which I haven't done in the past, and that's something where I just repeat to myself like Nick, I love you. And and I feel like that really made a huge difference to me because I'm I'm generally a very like caring and giving person overall with with people and I and I I I share my love with a lot of people but I've never really shared my love with myself <laughs> you know I've always been and so me me just being like Nick I love you and tell myself that whenever I'm feeling in, in a in a funk and no matter whatever mood I'm in and and that just is something that's reinforcing to to this whole journey I really feel like is is me saying that and and I f- I feel better for it and, and it's as cheesy as it sounds I really feel like that's something that is huge to practice is a lot of that self-love and and letting letting your conscious your subconscious know that like hey i love you like you're you're still worth you know something to me as a person and and let's get rid of this depression let's get rid of this funk that we're in you know and that kind of stuff so i'm I'm glad you brought that up because i think our ability to love people is directly related to how we love ourselves and accept ourselves yeah and i think that keeps our emotions more in check oh yeah yeah so I'm going to read something to you guys here. And this is something that Larry uh, gave to me a long time ago when we first started talking. And this is what I answer my questions to. And this is kind of a, a thing that can remind you to get out of this, this state of, okay, I'm going to start falling back into my bad habits or, you know, and that kind of stuff. So this is something that's really powerful. And this is a uh, the autobiography and five short chapters by uh, uh, is that Portia Nelson. Nelson. I walk down the road. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I fall in. I am lost. I am helpless. It isn't my fault. It takes forever to find a way out. Now chapter two. I walk down the same road. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I pretend I don't see it. I fall in again. I can't believe I'm in the same place. But it isn't my fault. It still takes a long time to get out. Chapter 3. I walk down the same road. There's a deep hole in the sidewalk. I see it's there. I still fall in. It's a habit. My eyes are open. I know where I am. It is my fault. I get out immediately. Chapter four. I walk down the same road. There is a deep hole in the sidewalk. I walk around it. Chapter five. I walk down another road. And then, so for me personally, that's, I really enjoy that, that because I can, I, uh, whenever I'm starting to do my questions, the only thing I visualize is I walk down another road. And then my first question is, is what do I want to see down this road? And, and so I feel like that's a powerful question to ask yourself because 
when you're asking yourself, what do you want to see down this road? You're asking yourself, what do I want to see in my, in my life journey? Right, Larry, you know, where do I want to go with myself? And then, you know, from there you can think about a problem that you might be having and, and say, okay, well, this is the, this is the road that I'm on and this is the problem. And what do I want to see with this problem? And, And then how can I improve the situation? How can I make myself more resilient in this problem? You know, or, or whatever you, your problem consists of, you know, maybe, um, what about, what do you think, Larry? What are some questions that people can ask themselves? Well, I, <clears throat> about what you just mentioned, the desired result they want to achieve. And, yeah. and maybe journaling would help here as I say, hey, what do I want my life to look and feel like five years from now? Yeah. And, and then plan back. Yeah. Three years, one year, and then say, well, what can I do now? Uh, on a weekly or daily basis to help achieve that goal. And I would suggest just, you know, if you're doing new habits, and there's a lot of books on it. I like Atomic Habit by James Clear, but um, pick one or two things that you are a habit that you want to integrate in your lifestyle. And don't do a bunch. Problem. I was t- coaching a person the other day, and he gave me 10 new things he wanted to do. And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got. Yeah. Yeah, I said, let's prioritize it. Why, why don't you get good at one and, and, then, then, and then another one? Yeah, yeah, do that 1%. Keep, yeah. keep improving 1%, 1% at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Cl- James Clear talks about habit, habit stacking. You know, once you've got a habit of three or four things every morning, maybe you can add another one on top of that. Yeah, yeah. But it's that back to that sharpening saw analogy. Um, I think we related to that story. Yeah, we talked about that story, yeah. Where you're just... Every day you're sharpening sauce. A few minutes, it makes you more efficient through the rest of your day. And so. Yeah, and that's like your your new habits that you're practicing, your meditation, your journaling, um, your wake-up patterns, you know, your sleep patterns. All that stuff is sharpening your mental saw, and which is going to improve how you can react in life overall. That's right. It improves performance throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, if you want your, your day to become more manageable and enjoyable, you do those in the morning, it really helps. It creates a different mindset. Oh, it does. And when you come to work and you feel blessed, you feel much more wanting to help bless others. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly. And and as you bless them, you get a reciprocating uh, feel-good. I was was reading something, and it's, it's, um, oh, I'm going to mess this up again like I always do. And so... Man, I'm going to have to look this up. We're going to edit this out, Larry, but I'm going to hit pause real quick. So, Nick, I hear you told me a wonderful story about sometimes happiness is somewhat elusive, but there's a a way to to receive it. So what's that story about? So I was – one of my habits that I – I've I've improved on because I make it it healthy things, but I – that I need to, I still recognize I do a lot too much time on it. And that's, that's cruising, uh, socials, <laughs> Instagram. Right. But I came around, I came across this post on Instagram earlier this week and it was about a, a teacher and the teacher takes his, his students and he, um, he has his students, you know, gives them all a balloon, has them inflate their balloon and then has the students write their name on the balloon. And then they all like toss the balloon away and, you know, and, and not pay attention to where their specific balloon goes or whatever, you know. 
Then he gives the students 10 minutes to find their own balloon with their name on it. And while a few can find, you know, their balloon, not all of them do. And the 10 minutes goes by and, and you know, maybe like 30% of the class has found their balloon. And then he does a second round where he's like, okay, now what I want you to do is just pick up one balloon. And it doesn't matter if, you ha if it has your name on it or not, but hand it to the person it belongs to. And so he gave him again 10 minutes to get this done. And, you know, the, the class was done with this exercise, like in like seven minutes or whatever, right? And then the teacher's like, okay, cool. So this is everybody got their balloon back to them. This is directly related to happiness. Because whenever you go searching for happiness on your own and, and not caring about what other people got going on, you're not going to find it. But whenever you try to give happiness to other people, that's whenever you find happiness. And so if we can approach life like that, you know, just trying to make other people happy or improve other people's lives, it's going to make a significant impact on, on our life and improvement. And I really, really enjoyed that. And it's directly related to, you know, us making self-improvement and and how we can improve ourselves through helping other people's lives as well, which is a big deal. Well, I think that relates to this uh, the story you just said about the five short chapters. Yeah. I think we get out of the hole faster in life and deal with our challenges better when we start looking outside ourselves and helping others. Yeah. I just found it personally. When I start working with helping other people, somehow I find solutions to the issues that I'm I'm challenged. It brings a different mindset. So it's back to that. If I start feeling blessed, it helps me uh, help others feel blessed. Yeah. And when I do that, it reciprocates back. Yeah. It, yeah. It's one of where we get this reward from it because right. we're providing service to other people. Right. Yeah. All right. So from there, we're going to get into a few ways to, you know, continue to stay focused and uh, to get yourself back on track if you've fallen off a track with, with your, um, your self-improvement. Well, one thing I found in that was getting an action partner. We've talked about this. Yeah, 100%. So, so years ago, I think I mentioned this, I gave a guy a check for 500 bucks. That may not seem a lot, to, but back then, that was a huge amount of money. Yeah. And I said, if I don't fax my results, back then I had fax, we didn't have internet. Yeah. And I said, if I don't fax my results, every Monday morning you have permission to deposit that check. Yeah, or, I mean, it doesn't have to be money. You know? No, it's really, it could be like that's what I did personally. Well, yeah, what do you, what do you, it's really, you know, take a lot of pride in, you know, or um, if you don't, if you mess up and don't do your, you know, things and don't report to me, like, you're going to have to shave your head or, yeah, something like that. Or something maybe more positive. I was yeah. kind of a negative, but I'm saying finding something to reward yourself. Yeah. So there's other things that I think, well, if I could do this all during the week, what will I reward myself by Friday? Exactly, yeah. So uh, I would reward myself on a date night with my wife on Friday if I accomplished certain things during that week. Heck yeah, yeah. So anyway, whether it's an action partner or someone else to help you, it, it's same with jogging. I didn't get into it until I had a friend that said, hey, let's be there and we'll go do it together yeah so much easier yeah yeah that's for sure so why focus matters in self-improvement um larry from your perspective why is maintaining focus so essential in self-improvement uh it keeps you on the pathway um 
you know, life's going to be derailing sometimes, just like we talked about falling in the hole. Yeah. But if you're focused, you're much more apt to get back on the track again. It's it's more like it's 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 a journey, not a destination, right? right yeah. Right. So just remind reminding yourself that you're forever on a journey and that you're never really going to get to a point where you're done. You know, there's going to be no destination to get to. So just enjoy the journey. Journey, journey. Yeah. But in the meantime, don't beat yourself up. Some people get get off track and they go, "Oh, I was on my goals. I didn't do it." Yeah. And then they beat themselves up. Exactly. Yeah. And recognize, learn to recognize, okay, like maybe, yeah, okay, this week I was off, you know, and and, I, and you're going to have those weeks that you're off and you're going to have weeks that you're on. And then at the same time, sit here and go, okay, but w- am I actually making improvements? And if you start looking at how you're reacting and, and the, the actual improvements that you're making, okay, then it's not so bad, <laughs> you know? And that's, that's what, like I was discussing with you, that's something that I ran into personally where I was like beating myself up and then and um, just being depressed. And like I, like I discussed, I, I, um, and as I'll tell, my, tell the, you guys right now, I had quit nicotine. I was chewing nicotine pouches and, and now I'm, I, I had quit and which can be quite mood enhancing whenever you're, you know, trying to wean your or get off of nicotine. And it, you can have some, some times where you might feel anger. You might feel like, okay, I want to have this back. And and the one thing that I've noticed with myself is is like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm quitting nicotine, and I can preemptively recognize my brain going to a place. And, and this is a result of my withdrawal and the fact that, okay, this is not how I'm going to react and this and that. So it's, and, and then being able to actually have the awareness to recognize that that's a big deal, especially for me. And because before, whenever, cause I've quit before, but I was, you know, angry and I, and not willing to recognize that. I'm in charge of my emotions. They're not in charge of me, you know, and stuff like that. So through this process, through this self-improvement, that's something that I'm like, all right, cool. I can recognize that I'm making this change now. And so that kind of helps me stay focused is the fact that I'm seeing these improvements. All right, cool. Let's keep on track with, with what, with what I'm doing. So like, um, what are some practical tools for maintaining focus? Um, what do you think, Larry? What are, I mean, we, well, so, sometimes people will put pictures on their mirrors, uh, okay. Keep some more affirmation statements. Yeah. Like vision boards, vision is, boards. And then yeah. they're, and they're saying, okay, here's what I'm, I'm trying to work towards in my life. So stuff that reminds them to help them stay on the track and smart goals. Um, what's that? What's that? smart acronyms stand for specific measurable attainable reasonable and time bound so if you if you use the the smart goal setting technique you know that's going to be something that really helps the time bound is a big deal as well like i'm going to give myself this amount this well time bound can be a lot of things right it can be like i want to do this goal at this point in time in the morning or i want to have this stuff done by this segment time in my life too 
Yeah, so, so when I was preparing to ride that Tour de France route last year, yeah, I actually had a program that I was kind of coached, had me work on. And so he says, here's the goal. And then the, the training program actually told me what I had to do every day yeah, to, to get to the point where I could do it. Yeah. So, and that was time bound. It says, you got to put in so many hours a day and here's what you got to do. And here's how many watts you got to expend when you work out. Uh, tracking progress is another big tool. Um, where, th- where it's through like apps or a simple journal, uh, seeing your progress can be a huge motivator. And that's where my journal is really big because I can go back six months ago and, um, and look at my mental state then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was just not, not very stable to looking at my mental state now and, uh, and being like, okay, wow, <laughs> you know, I still have some stuff to work on. Um, and, and, you know, uh, some grieving to do and, and stuff like that, you know, but at the same time, I'm handling it a lot better than I was. So that's a big deal. Um, mindful, uh, mindfulness practices. Yeah. I do that every day. Meditation. Meditate. I mean, that gets your mind more grounded. Oh yeah. Helps set the tone for the day. Helps you recognize your thoughts and your and it gives you the awareness for your thoughts and your emotions and all kinds of stuff. I didn't realize how powerful. Well, for me, meditation is hugely powerful. Um, that's something that I really appreciate the fact that I started practicing and and it's not intimidating anymore. And at the same time, it's it's not where I went into meditation thinking, okay, cool, my mind needs to be blank. <laughs> it's and it's not that at all it's learning to recognize that no matter you know what i'm thinking about stuff let's just recognize my thoughts and let them go you know they they come and go like like waves right. to the right. w- waves in the ocean you know and so just just letting our brain do its thing and then recognizing that what i'm thinking or feeling is not who i am and it doesn't dictate i i get to choose how i react to those things they don't get to dictate how I react. Good point. I kind of like to think that mindful meditation is like, uh, what do you call it? Strengthening your mental muscles. You know how you do exercise? Yeah. You spend so much time on that. Well, meditation and mindfulness is, is the same thing. It's, oh, yeah. It's helping your mind get stronger and, and more aware and, and being more proactive in your life. Oh, yeah. So energy management. Um this is going to be something that I'm going to try to learn to practice. I think this is something that I need to incorporate a little bit more energy management, finding your peak productive productivity times and aligning your self-improvement activities with those times can make a big difference. So I think, and I know this for sure that I have no energy in the morning (laughs) <laughs> but at nighttime, you know, once the sun goes down, I'm like, all right, cool. My brain just turns on. Don't get me wrong. I love, you know, the sun and, and I love being, you know, active during the daytime. But whenever that, I don't know what it is, Larry. And I, it's been like this since I've been a kid. And um, as soon as that sun goes down, my brain's like, all right, cool. Let's, let's do Let's do stuff. Let's get creative. See, I'm the opposite. 
man, my creativity's at 6 a.m. And I and I don't know when that started, maybe back in the 30s or 40s, but I was like you when I was young. Uh-huh. But then I have the switch now when it gets 8, 9 p.m. My mind's just mush. I want to just pass out. I don't I don't know what and it, it is. And it's, it's in the morning as mine is my creativity mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I, I get home from work and you know, I'll, I'll sit there and, and um, relax for about an hour, watch, you know, whatever show I'm watching. And then, and then it's just like, all right, like, Hey, you know, we're, we're turned on, let's do stuff. And also I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go sit at the computer and, you know, edit and, and, you know, be creative or read a book or, or something like that. And then the next thing I know, it's, it's almost midnight and I'm like, man, like, here I go. Like, I wanted to get up early tomorrow, but whatever, you know. So trying to change that pattern I think is going to be really difficult for me. But I'm going to start, instead of trying to defeat it, maybe embrace it a little bit more and and work on my self-improvement techniques and my, my journaling and stuff like that at that point in time as well. Good. All right, so... um something else that can really help you stay on track and and keep focused and 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 continuing for that self-improvement is tackling challenges we all face challenges um for me you know staying disciplined amidst a busy schedule is a big challenge for me um my I'm in a very big leadership role in my work and and trying to, you know, navigate that all day. And then thinking about, you know, whenever I get home, there's like some some work that I take home with me sometimes, you know, about stuff that I need to fix or think about with the shop and, and that kind of thing. And then, you know, I, I got to eat dinner because, I mean, I get home at like, you know, 637 got to eat dinner and then from there it's like okay now what um what do i need to work on now okay so i need to try to make an instagram post for the podcast or i need to you know do do all these things i want to i have a book that i checked out of the library that i want to try to read i have you know a bunch of stuff that i'm trying to accomplish and um yeah it's it's staying that like and then not being all like, okay, cool. Well, I just really want to relax. I've had a, you know, not a overly extensive day at work, but I was at work for almost, you know, nine, 10 hours. And I want to chill out for a little bit and that kind of stuff. And just reminding myself to be disciplined among, among all that and not getting defeated by my my relaxing brain <laughs> you, know, you know what thing that's helped me is when if i have some stuff i got to get done and but i also want to do the relaxation stuff, uh-huh. you know chill out as you put it yeah i try to get the stuff on my uh savers list or whatever it is you yeah know, things i need to get done and then that's my reward for doing it's it. getting really because if, re- if i go to the relaxing stuff i won't get back to the other yeah thing. yeah that's no joke yeah I, that's i that's so I kind of think oh, I'm going to finish this like right now. I'm doing a, I'm rewriting a, I guess an autobiography for my grandkids, and uh, I just spent a few minutes every day. It was such an overwhelming project. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. I thought no, I'm just going to carve out 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes, and then just knock it out. 
Yeah, heck yeah. Okay. So that's why I just make it more bite-side. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Make it a little bit and say, okay, I'm just going to knock out 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here, and then I'll go do something else. So the Pomodoro technique is something that you're that you're practicing, that, you know, working that 20 minutes, giving yourself a 5-minute, 10-minute break. Right. Working for 20 minutes, giving, okay. Um, and having a support network, that's a big deal. Um, friends, family, or mentor. Uh, your accountability partner, somebody that can uh, keep you accountable and and keep you uplifted and and keep you kind of focused and staying on track is is another big thing for sure to to maintaining that that whole focus aspect. And um, another thing is that I found that really helped me is going into like Meetup, which is an app that I'll you know have a bunch of different like programs or uh groups that meet and discuss like philosophy or or death or um they play board games and you know there's all kinds of groups that get together through through the meetup app and i've really enjoyed going in there and be like okay cool that looks like something that i'd you know want to take on and and you know, go and just see what this meeting is about and then going in there and just putting, putting myself out there and going to that group and, and, and actually really enjoying myself. And at the same time, having the awareness to recognize that this is something that is getting me out of my shell. It's experiencing me to new and different people and how they think about things and that kind of stuff. And at the same time, I can make a little bit of an influence on them and let them, you know, show them how I think about things and what I've learned in the past six months or so. And then, so I'm kind of, you know, reinforcing that whole process again through, through self-improvement is, is sharing it with other people and and sharing it and teaching it and it's not like you have to be like you know this is what you need to do and and pin them down it's just like well i found whenever i do this this happens for me and that's the end of it right you know that's that's all the knowledge that you need to share and just by doing that you don't know who you're affecting maybe somebody's like oh okay cool well let me try that you know the guy that I never, you know, that I met this first time at this meeting said that this is what he does whenever he encounters this problem and it works for him and he seems to be a happy person. Let me try it out. And then next thing you know, you've influenced somebody's life. And it's so it's just by sharing that little bit tidbit of knowledge. That's another thing that I found that has really helped me stay on track with my self-improvement and want to continue it is the fact that I get to share it with other people and give them happiness, you know, like we discussed so I can have some for myself. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, in fact, what you said before, uh, asking yourself a lot of questions, uh, journaling helps uh, help resolve some challenges because you, Oh yeah. Different questions creates a paradigm shift in the sense that you see the problem at different angles. Yeah, but as you learn that, then you're then you go, wow, I never saw that. I'd like to share that. Exactly. I mean, that's with life. You find something, you go, oh man, this is awesome. I think I didn't know this. Maybe I should share it with other people. And what that does, that helps you and them grow. Exactly. It it really does, and it's reinforcing the the whole aspect of what you're learning, and and 
giving it to other people, you know, teaching it is, is, is something that I really enjoy uh, because it, like I said, I, I, and I've mentioned this before, I'm doing it for a hundred percent selfish reasons <laughs> because it, it's, it's, uh, reinforcing what I'm learning. I get me getting to share it with other people. Sometimes I wonder if that creates a dopamine surge. It's a different type of addiction, but this is a good one. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, Isn't for it? sure. It, it is. Makes you, it's a feel good. You go, Oh, that's great. Versus being dependent on something else to feel good. Exactly. When you help other people, you feel good and go, Hey, I like this feeling. Yeah. And it creates more purpose and meaning in life. And when you create more purpose and meaning in your life there there you're on a more of a journey of joy and happiness yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah and 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 um you guys might feel like we're on this like record that is just repeating over and over again and it's one of those things where that's almost what it needs to be you know because but you have to keep hearing this you have to keep seeing it you have to you know, it has to be this continuous repetitive cycle. And no matter how much you feel like, oh, well, you know, I've already, I've already heard this before and it hasn't made an effect on me or whatever. And it's one of those things where just hearing it over and over again, you know, there's going to be one of those things where one of these days is like going to be like this switch goes off, you know, and you're going to be like, oh, okay, now I get it. And, and now I see why everything, you know, incorporates together and all this stuff that Nick and Larry are talking about is something that works all in this big giant circle. And, and I see why the repetition is key, <laughs> you know, and, I, and, and, and so as much as I feel like we're boring you, you know, at the same time, this is something that I'm I'm passionate about and just recently discovered this passion. Larry's been passionate about it for a very long time. And and it's it may seem repetitive or monotonous or something that's just this never ending do it over and over and over and over and over again. But at the same time, that's what it needs to be. Because this is how we get to where we're in a better state. And this is how we can actually help other people. And this is how we can improve our lives. And at the same turn, improve other people's lives. Because so, that's what this is all about. I mean, we're in this giant circle together. We're in this world together. And there's no point in um, letting our opinions or differences of opinions or differences of lifestyle um, affect how we view others. Let's just realize that we need to just be, let that all go and help each other out. And that, and where this is, you know, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent here. I really feel like the repetition of, of what Larry and I talk about is a big deal because we want, want it to be reinforced for help sure. You help you out. Back yeah. to your, you're saying what, when you're faced with challenges, and we talked to just a minute ago about that. When you're faced with a significant challenge or issues in your life, yeah, just ask yourself, what can I do today to make a diff- make a positive difference in someone's life? Yeah, you, you could ask that yourself every day. As you do that, believe it or not, solutions will come to your mind as to the issues you're faced. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be something big. It doesn't have no. to be something that costs no. you money. You can text someone and say, "Hey, I want to tell you how much you appreciate." You know. Yeah, you can. Whenever you're at the you know, the restaurant or wherever your fast food place getting food and, and the person who hands it to you, you just smile at them and say, thank you. I appreciate what you do. You know, that's really all it takes. Maybe 
you just telling that person that they appreciate what they do is going to, you know, make, make their whole day, make their whole day. You never know what your positivity towards somebody is going to, is going to, how it's going to benefit them. And, and I feel, I, I really like, and I really enjoy that because it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it may not have made an effect, but what if it does, you know, and, and if it made that little effect on them, maybe they'll go out and make a little effect on somebody else. So I think that's where we're going to wrap up today, Larry. And, um, yeah, I'm going to have to struggle for what we're going to talk about next week, but I think we'll get something. And if you guys have any ideas or anything that you want us to talk about, yeah, email us love, truth, leadership.podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, we'll make sure to, to incorporate it in a subject. I know my aunt really wants us to talk about the blue zones, you know, those, right. Yeah. Which, I mean, I kind of feel like that's getting off subject, but we, it's something that we might be able to, but we can talk about health. Yeah. But personally, what I found. Yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. Uh, well, anyways, I'm Nick. I'm Larry. And this is LTL. Thank you for listening. Have a grateful day. There we go.